0: All right. hell no, Joaquin said dominate, and we not doing it! for the three, Streets across the 40, he might be gone! It's up. That's been not, they, they, got block. blockers. they got blockers, they've got a lane! Because when the U is on, and the U brings it, there's nothing like it. We gotta get this. And it's gonna take everybody. Hello, Canes family. This is Miami Knights. I am Joe Nugent, joined alongside, as always, by my brother, Jimmy Nugent, coming off of a loss to the bitter rivals up north, the Florida State Seminoles. Jimmy, how are we doing? I honestly I don't even know. It it was such uh it it was just such a confusing game to I don't know how to explain. I'm confusing what I'm saying here. It's hard, I just don't know how I feel after it. Yeah. Because obviously we're going to get into it, but the big overview is that we could have won this game, which is what you and I said we I mean obviously we said we We thought we could win because that was our prediction that we won. But that was mainly a heart prediction, you know? That was mainly a heart prediction. But we still knew, like, we have a good squad. Yeah. And if we execute, we win this game. And for the most part, we executed. We were in the game. We had a chance to win this game. And then our quarterback gets hurt. And so it's just I feel weird. I don't know how I feel right now. I I I don't have any really real moral victories inside, though, because I just— that that game is close all the time I mean I guess the moral victory is it's better than last year we got destroyed last year but at the end of the day we lost FSU and at the end of the day that sucks it does yep uh final score 27 to 20 but you had the ball um with under two minutes chance to go drive down the field and and tie the game and uh, yeah you lose you lose your starting quarterback the warrior the Clemson killer the I heard someone call him the panhandle pistol Emory Williams <laughs> you lose him what? to a broken arm diving yeah. to make the first down and he made the first down to keep the drive alive on fourth down and I mean I just yeah we will get into the game in itself but Big picture, I cannot say enough about this kid, Emory Williams, and the heart and passion that we yeah. have seen two games now, and he did everything we asked him to do. And once again, like he did against Clemson, he put us in a position to win against Florida State. You just you yeah. can't ask for any more from him, and it was, no, protected it was the ball. gut-wrenching to see him go down yeah. on that play. Horrible. Uh, Felt horrible for him um and it's and yeah on the you know potential game time drive it just yeah am i crazy to think if he doesn't get hurt we drive down and score there's a solid chance we do because we were moving yeah like we we were at and like that was a that was a a, that was actually a great play call by dawson i thought um like no one i was not expecting that and it worked um yeah i thought we i thought we had some momentum i mean defense had just made a great stop shout out to the defense just incredible once game, again as always mm-hmm. gidry with the bros award nomination yep i yeah and I, then i i think we could have went down and scored and then I mean, how? obviously fitting, we're gonna think that how fitting that our boy tvd comes in <laughs> golly and throws an interception <laughs> I know it was fourth down and it's just it's kind of just funny that it ended on interception like obviously he had to chuck it up there but he misses a wide open Xavier Restrepo earlier in the play that right he, that was the throw to make dude yeah. yeah just an awful way to end that game and left a sour taste in everyone's mouth and obviously you're, you were hurting for Emery but um it yeah. sounds like he's gonna make a full recovery non-throwing arm it it Rumors were it was a compound fracture. I I don't know how if that's true or not, but it was a broken arm, and then he had surgery, and he's going to be good to go, ready for spring ball. But the bottom line, Jimmy, is we outgained Florida State. Yeah, like yeah. And did you at the end of the day, yeah, outgained them, and we controlled the line of scrimmage on both sides. There's, yeah, yeah. I'm not one for moral victories either, but there was just a lot of opportunities to win this football game. No, I agree. Like yeah, you you're right. Like I I say moral victories cuz I just I don't want like I going to be positive about it. You hate them, yeah. you know. We're 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 going to be positive about it at the end of the day cuz you know that's all you can have for a, a football program is hope, right? But it, it, at the end of the day we lost to FSU in a game we could have actually won. So that's where I'm like saying no right. moral victories. But you're absolutely right. Like you look at rushing. We had 131 rushing yards, they're 57. Shut up, passing. Chaney. I mean, they, they they had 61 more passing yards than us. I mean, you're, that's going against th- this supposed uh, potential Heisman quarterback that they have. But he's have. been in college for 30 years. He could be yeah. Embry Williams' Did, father. Yeah, I, I forget oh, who tweeted it, but I cannot remember because they deserve a shout-out. But basically they said, I'm laughing at the fact that Embry Williams was still in middle school the first time that Jordan Travis played Miami. Yeah. Which is hilarious. And that's another thing that I, we can hang our hat on in this game is because this is a team we played a bunch of young guys, started a bunch of true freshmen. And at the end of the day, when you look back at this game, the talent gap, and we said this with Clemson, and I'm going to say it with Florida State, the talent gap is gone. Yes, there's an experience yeah. gap. Yes, there's a maturity gap um, and a depth gap still. Like, we still don't have the depth that some of these other teams do. Talent wise, we like their best players versus our best players. I'm I'm gonna take our guys any day because they they're younger. They still can improve and they battle. Yeah. I mean, they're. Did Florida you State's see that and Savior, Keon list that Coleman, they have on there? Yeah. What did Keon Coleman do? Well, he had, he had that one touchdown. It was offensive pass interference. He had the punt oh, and re- he had the luckiest. He had that muffed punt where it bounced right back up to him. Yeah, I mean, I mean it's, it's and 24 honestly, receiving. Plays like that. It's plays like that, and I don't know if we talked about this on the podcast or we talked about this separately, but it's just like, you know, at the end of the day, to make a national championship run, you got to have some luck on your side. For sure. And it seems like FSU has had that luck. Like, that was a monumental play. If that ball bounces any other way, there was three other Miami guys around there. They're getting that ball. It's also, that uh, play made no sense. Referee that doesn't even have a clear view out it immediately right. says Florida State recovers. And then... And then Corey flag comes out of the, out of the pile with the ball. Don't even uh, what, um the, the referees. Yeah. I mean, we just, the, we've all seen it. That safety call. Thank God that game didn't come down to two points. But then again, you just never know what a game can come down to when, when plays like that. But you have to call that a safety, especially calling that a safety on the field. That's the thing. Like they were debating on the field and like, They just, it's like they don't want to call a safety. Like, if it looks like a safety, call the safety. Right. And then review, and if it's clearly it's not a safety, then you flip it. Right, like like, on TV, even without the review when it first happened, I'm yelling safety. I'm like, great. Like, like, like it, it looked like an obvious safety. And then on the replay, it looked like an obvious safety. It was just horrible. But yeah, I mean, that goes back to the referees, like... They they were they were bad on both sides. Personally, do I think that James Williams tackle was probably a targeting call? Yeah. Oh yeah. No, they they. Um, they I was gonna get in. Uh, they're uh, spoiler. Alert, they're my tropical depression of the week. So nah. I was gonna I was gonna get into them. <laughs> but, so I'm gonna wait to really get into the how the referees because they there were missed calls on both sides and it's been a season long. I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna wait to get into it. But um yeah okay. the. The safety was a big one, and just the fact that that's the second time that's happened to us this season, and this one was way, even more clear of a safety than the Clemson game, horrible. Horrible. Yeah. um, Yeah, yeah. so I guess the, the things that, in my opinion, there were some like key moments that kept us from winning this football game, and in a, some of those things is like we continue to settle for field goals not even settle for field goals, but it's like we just stall. I, I gotta look up our red zone stats. We continue to stall. Yeah. Like once we we get past the fifty, like no team I've seen before. It's like oh, we're already past the fifty yard line. Like let's go, and then it's stall. Right. And I and I we had the where we rushed up at the end of the half, and we tried to run a quick play to try to run it up the middle to get the first down, and we didn't get it. They blew up the line, and that that happens to us every time we try to go fast like that. We and to run it. Everyone knows we're going to run up the middle, and we go fast, and we never get it. Yeah, and, and that's where it's tough. To, it's tough to it's it's just tough to make a judgment in my mind on Dawson right now, because it has been such a tumultuous season at the quarterback position, and, it, I. But, but I will say I think you just you have to trust your quarterback and some of these. Like that the third the third quarter play calling was really vanilla. and I think it I think that play calling, personally, I believe that play calling lost us the game was the fact that like we we just like whatever we saw in that touchdown drive with Emery, that play calling, there was some creativity, you know, some great calls by Dawson, wasn't there in the third quarter. And we were just res- re- resorting to running, and we, that's when we stalled a few times, and we we had a lot of three and outs, and then defense starts getting tired, and that's honestly when I thought the game might start getting out of hand, and then we kind of brought it back. Um, I will say though, there was some massive miss holes, unfortunately, by Mark Fletcher on a couple yeah. of his runs that could have made big differences. Cheney seemed to be finding those holes. Don Cheney played a great game, um, great game. So dude. If, uh, if only Cheney had so more. It's frustrating. I know. If only Cheney had more of that breakaway speed, but his vision is it's yeah. vastly better. And it makes sense. Like Mark Fletcher is a freshman. He's going to learn yeah, he'll get how it. to bounce and read some of those holes. But yeah, like so it is it's a difficult call in Dawson right now because you look back and there was also listen, and I we're gonna continue to rave about Emory Williams. And I honestly think I've seen these two games. I think you can develop this guy to be the quarterback of the future because the things that you can't teach and the things you can't coach, he's got. And right. like, he is. I mean, a you leader. look at a guy like Jordan Travis. Yeah, he, he was debating tr- switching to wide receiver. Right, he was horrible. But the guy has heart. I'm, like, I mean, I'm, I'll admit it. Like, the guy has heart. Mm, you I hate know, him he's, so much. He's, he's a gamer. <laughs> I do too. I, I have, I don't like him at all. Ugh. But he's sorry, a gamer sorry, mom. And I, I don't. And hate he wants him. to win. I. I I dislike him to his very core. He could be our peer. You guys are about the same age. I know. Maybe I could go back and be a quarterback. College. Yeah. I saw some eligibility. <laughs> um, but yeah, so but where I was going with that is Emory missed some throws. Like there was some slants that were open that he missed. Uh I mean the game started with Restrepo dropping his first ball of the year, like yeah. How ironic yeah, is that. See, we weren't helping out our freshman quarterback. We were not. First play of the game from our end, we're deep in the end zone. You know Dawson had this drawn up, but we just go deep. And we never really saw that again after that, really, until the touchdown the fourth quarter. Shout out Jacoby George. What a game. Dude. He has one, like like he, yeah. he has a chance of being one of the greats at Miami as well. Like that I have never seen someone just so silky smooth like hit the way yeah coach talked about this on the uh the Mario Cristobal show starring uh Joe Zagaki and Don Bailey Jr. uh riveting channel really I mean you could binge that thing all day I'm, I'm just <laughs> caught up on the newest season uh but he said that what Jacoby George does a really good job at is showing late hands and like you see that like he runs around and then he just flips those hands open at last second snags the ball and then takes off right Five receptions, 153 yards, two touchdowns, a long mm. of 85. Wow, mm. he was really the the he, he was the spark on our offense. I mean, like yep. he was the reason Him we were even moving the ball. I mean, and, and going back to Emery, stats eight for 23, 175 yards but two touchdowns and zero interceptions, and that's what I want to focus on. Zero for 23, interceptions. Yeah, eight for 23, yeah, not great. It's not great, but you're also a freshman. He made some freshman mistakes, hence why he should have played against Virginia and NC State, but mm-hmm. I just uh, we're beating a dead horse at that point because mm-hmm. um, I think that eight for 23 gets ironed out in those games. But the two touchdowns, zero interceptions, focusing on the two touchdowns, though, that was the first, the, not the, it was the first and second passing touchdown that FSU' given up at Doak Campbell this season yeah by Emory Williams not no other team has had a passing touchdown against them at home so that's an accomplishment of itself for him yeah and then no interceptions and that's a big thing You're like playing? he never even he never even had like he had one close one but it's because the ball got tipped but, like right. there was no like just like pure throws that were like oh like they no. should have picked that there was none of that and I that's know. what that's why we we're in the game exactly he, this is an extremely talented Florida State defense, uh, pass defense he's going up against. And he yeah. played a smart game. His pocket presence, we were texting about this with, with, uh, Kurt. His pocket presence is just light years ahead of yeah. who's going to be starting against Louisville this weekend. Um, and, I mean, shout out offensive line. They just continue to play at extremely elite level, giving him all the time back there he needs, opening up for a running game. Like That's the things where, man, we've got some, there's some crazy fans out there. Like, people calling for Mario, and like, he's not the guy. Like, we gotta, I mean, we, we gotta take a step back here. There are just vast improvements on this team from last year, and where it's mostly 100%. happening is the trenches. And that that's where we had to build first, build it from the inside out, and, like, we're seeing that come to fruition. Are We dominated yeah. them in the trenches. Yeah, the defensive line was giving them fits. Linebackers played an incredible game. I mean, what like, we just played a really, we played a really, really good game because that is a good FSU team. They are. They are. And... And we played a good game. We had a couple of gash plays given up on defense, but defense played a mate. I mean, we held them to under thirty points. That's all you can ask for. Defense at home one rivalry game. And we we're starting a freshman quarterback. So it was just a really tough situation all around and our players played well. So And that's just why it's disappointing because it just felt it felt it was one of those FSU games where you feel like you had it. And like we were when we went up thirteen ten, I'm like, shoot. Like we might have this game. I know, and then it quickly quickly went down to twenty seven thirteen. You know, so that's that's where that stunk too. Is you start the second, so they they started the half trying an onside kick against us, and we oh, recover an onside unbelievable, kick. It's, it's unbelievable it's play good onside kick. by Frank yeah. Ladson, who I had no <laughs> idea was still on the team, still um, there. He's just as old as Travis, and so and so we get the ball out there forty seven. Like it would have been huge if we could have just driven down the field and gotten a touchdown. Instead, we go five plays, fourteen yards, and settle for a field goal. Like, right? That's that's where some of the and that's where some of the vanilla play calling started coming in. Um, yeah, it because here's the, just here's said, the play well, calling. Just, we haven't we haven't been a good third quarter team in these big games. Here's the play calling on no yeah same thing happening as North Carolina right um, yeah. The But yeah, so we we get the ball, Mark Fletcher rips off a 20-yard run, but then it's loss of one yard for a run, now it's second 11, run for a loss of two, like we ran straight back up the middle, so now it's third and 13, and then we tried doing a little tunnel screen to Jacoby George and he gets tackled for a loss of three. So it's like we just went backwards yeah. from that point after ripping off a 20-yard gain, like... On, after you do that, like, let's take a shot in the end zone. Like, that's the kind of stuff where it's like, we just got to take more shots, especially in college football. You saw it with Jacoby George run up the sideline. You take a shot, crazy things happen. Guy takes a bad yeah. angle, and all of a sudden he's up the sidelines, and we just had an 85-yard touchdown, and now we're back in the game. Like, Right. I, I, I need to see yeah. more shots out of Dawson. I get that he has been, he has been handcuffed by poor quarterback play all season and then now you're starting a true freshman at doke you gotta be careful i get that but we now see with emory and what i need to see going into next season if emory is the starting quarterback is like he has proven to you he's smart and he can make the right decisions let him rip i agree you just gotta he's a peacock you gotta let him fly (laughs) and yeah so looking at the drives right here so you so we yeah we had so much momentum so we go we go punt, field goal, punt to start the game. But then here's the second quarter. We go touchdown, field goal, start a yes, like you said, start a second half field goal moment. We have the momentum. We scored in our last three drives in some form or fashion. Then we punt five times in a row. Yeah, and that's that's where we lost the game. Was those five punts in a row? Then we go touchdown. Then the TVD pick. But we just have to like like that's. We we need that I think we just need that of ki- more that killer instinct that I think we thought Dawson had, especially in the Texas AM game, you know, when he talked about, you know, like not playing scared and stuff like that. Um, however he put it, I forget exactly. But th- th- like Dawson's thing is that he doesn't really get like intimidated or, or scared like I mean, that's why he didn't need the ball at the end of the Georgia Tech game. <laughs> we always find a way to bring up Georgia Tech. But the gift that keeps on giving. Yeah. So that's where we lost the game. So we clean that up. We can. We we would have won this football game. You just can't have five punts in a row on the road, and you know expect to move the needle. No, but I yeah, but I still think you can't change your offensive coordinator again. Like let's bring back Dawson. I think he's he hasn't lost his job because of this season because we have seen just. We've seen um, historically bad quarterback play. I mean, he TVD. If he's not careful, is gonna. I don't know if Ja'Cory Harris has the record for most interceptions in a season, but we are getting very close to that. Uh, oh, we've got to. I think Ja'Kory had five s- touchdowns, eleven interceptions in his last three, four games. Yeah, but here's the thing. So you bring back Dawson next season as OC. Guess who you bring in as analyst to help grow this young quarterback room? <laughs> Ken Dorsey, Mr. There's Ken no Dorsey. There's no way. Why not? I just don't think I. I don't think he wants to be in college from what everything I've read. What have you read? I. I don't know, but yeah, I think but you he. I. I, you I, I think he'll anything. get another NF I personally think he'll get another NFL OC job. Take a year he, off, come to Miami, hang out in sunny South Florida. You've been living up in Buffalo for too long. Take a breather. Be an analyst for Miami. Work with the young guys, and then go do whatever you want. Just give me one year. Emery's got the Emery's got the drive of Ken Dorsey. He's got, dude. He re- reminds me so much of Ken Dorsey. Like, dude, he was he was celebrating with the teammates. Oh my, that's that. Honestly, his injury is what makes me the most sick about this game. You, oh Because I, I was I was really excited by him. Like, man, I, I'm excited to see what he's gonna Couldn't, do against Louisville. Yep. I'm excited to see what he's gonna do against Boston College, and now we don't get to see that. And like I know. that, that just makes me so upset. And it's just a fluke injury. Dude, and, he after he this man just broke his arm. If I just had if I had just broken my arm, I would be I literally would have just passed out. I wouldn't be talking to anyone. Instead, he's looking his teammates in the eye, looking TVD in the eye and saying go out and win this game. Like go finish yeah, this thing. And it just went one in one ear and out the other uh, with TVD. TVD's just like what? <laughs> <laughs> like what do you mean interception game over? Just <laughs> the complete opposite of what Emery was telling him to do. Oh, oh. shameful! And um, the problem with TVD is he had some passes in that in that drive. I'm like, this is this is why TVD's you know he's got great arm talent. Yeah, ripping the back shoulders to Kobe Young. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I believed for a second too, when he came out. I was like, are we just gonna see the old TVD for a blip here and win this game? Not even close. Nope. Pick done. Done. Thanks for coming, buddy. See you at Louisville. I've got a bone to pick with the playoff committee, too, that they're saying they're keeping FSU at four because they're like, oh, they actually dominated Miami, but they, because of a fluke play in the fourth quarter, the game looked close. We just read out the stats. Yeah. Like, like you, even if you take away that 50-yard or that, you know, that 85-yard pass, like, still we outrushed them, and they had barely any yards on offense. Like... I'm sorry, like you, you, It's just like, and we really, we I, I don't caused understand that with, logic. I, I didn't understand that at all, dude. We caused issues with Jordan Travis. We caused issues with his number one guy, Coleman. We had a, what, uh, we had a freshman that was guarding Coleman most of the game, and yeah, did extremely well in Demari Brown, who he is. Yeah, he's better than his older brother. Yeah, not to mention we're missing, uh, supposedly, our best corner in Daryl Porter. Daryl Porter's out like, yeah, get that out of here. And also on that quote-unquote fluke play, did the safety take a bad angle? Yes. But at the end of the day, it was an unbelievable throw, an unbelievable yeah. catch. The safety still was sprinting over to get in position. Like, get out. That's no like what are we talking about? Like that, Dude, those the plays FSU Fans are so heated by that play. They're like, yeah, they, they're calling it the flu play. Like they're, they're just, they're so upset that this was even a game. They they are shocked. Because they were telling us it was just going to be a blowout. They're shocked. Like, that, not that it was just a game, but we could have won this game. Yes. It's gotten scared. They're, they are shocked that our young kids and this team that they dominated last year, we came in there into Doke and we weren't scared. We fought to the end, and we showed talent gap is, is zero, and FSU yeah. sitting there like, this is it. Dude, they poured all their eggs into this basket for this season. Right. They brought 100-plus recruits there. Yeah. So, they, I'd be nervous, too, if I were them. They play North Alabama this week. That'll be interesting. But uh, the Florida game could be interesting, and then if whoever they I play in the know, ACC man. championship... Florida's- Florida is reeling right now. Florida is reeling. I know. You you see, they just lost like four recruits. Yeah, they've had I think almost three or four decommits this week. Yeah, they're not. They just do not look good. No, no. We'll take Um, the recruits gladly. Yeah. So, I, I'm not one for moral victories either, especially against Florida State. But the there's just a this team is vastly improved from last year we're improving year over year we're we're building it the right way i'm i'm an optimist about this i'm confident and obviously we need this to work we need it to work out for mario here but because he's got a 10-year contract um and we are paying him (laughs) i have a situation no 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 we cannot do a 76 million dollar buyout uh that is insane dude He's he's making. Like, I saw a stat today. He's making twenty six thousand dollars a day. Yeah. <laughs> to not coach Texas A and M. What's crazy is it like Texas A and M will be able to find some a coach. They have just bottomless pockets. Oh, they'll pockets be able to pay there. anyone. Yeah. But who's going to get Jimbo? I think the, I think the college game has passed his offense. Yeah. Honestly, though, he's a great recruiter. I want Wegman only to yeah. to make the quarterback room better. I still want Emory to be the guy. No, I agree. But I I think TVD's gone. Jakari Brown's got to be gone. I don't even I don't even get upset with him not coming on the field anymore because obviously he's just not he's just sharing probably a transfer. All like right. I would be so shocked if he if that wasn't the case at the end of the year. So I, that's just where my mind goes to it. But I would we obviously need a quarterback transfer, and my, I would love to have Wegman if he's looking at transferring. Totally agree. He made some good good throws against us in that game. Like we can give him credit. Like he played a good game against us. Yeah, I totally agree. I think going into next season, so you're going Tyler Van Dyke's going to transfer. In our opinion, Um, I just think by making the decision to bench him against Florida State, you've basically told him your time here is done. But now we're in a position where we have to play him, and I think it's either one of two things with Jakari Brown. It is either this man cannot complete a pass in practice and we are just terrified to even put him out there. I, I can't fathom that being it because he started a couple games for us last season. And like, yeah, he but, didn't he was great, had, but he was all we had last season though. So it could be, it could be, but it's like, it could be the case, but it's like, if he's, if he's, wouldn't you just want to see, like, all right, let's put him out there these last two games. Like, we need to see what we've got with this guy in some live game action. See if he's approved yeah, at that's, all. That's why I err on the side of he's just transferring. But even with that, I mean, he could he can still play. He hasn't played any games. Yeah, it just play all three games for injury purposes. But like, right. I don't know how that works. Like, would he does he tell the coaches, "Hey, I'm I'm probably going to transfer the season, so I'd rather not play to not get hurt," and they're just okay with that. Maybe they're just protecting him, yeah. I don't know. I've seen stuff like his dad might be involved with it, and his dad's like the one making the calls, but I don't know. We'll we'll have more answers once the bowl game's over, I'm sure, even maybe before the bowl game. Dude, we're going to have answers. What if Tyler Van Dyke goes out there and either throws three interceptions in a row, which he very well might do, or gets hurt? You're gonna get an answer yeah. real quick whether Jakari yeah. Brown's gonna play or not. Can you imagine that? If can you imagine if he announces he's transferring before the bowl game and like TVD goes down during the bowl game? What do you just do? you run a wildcat for the rest of the game. Well, I think we have, I think we've got one other oh, QB one that transfer yet. from like Bowling Green or something. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. Oh, why not give him a look? Huh? Yeah, give him a look. Come <laughs> on. Oh. Well, that's but, the thing, and and that kind of transitions as well as like. Once Emory went down, and I don't know if this is bad or not, mentally I checked out until the 2024 season because I don't like. I know we have a, we had a great defense this year. I mean, I would love eight and four. I would love to win these two games, but I just I don't expect much out of TBD. Now we're not going to win these next two games. I mean, like, yeah. I mean, maybe maybe we pull one out because it's a home game, but I don't see us beating Boston College. Dude, and Louisville we, you, has one of the best defenses in the country. I know. I was just about to get into that. Like, we're, we're delusional if we think that Tyler Van Dyke's going to go out there and tear it up. I mean, yeah, we've seen who he is. It's not happening. So that's where I'm like, Jakari Brown, you got to be. If you're not transferring, then I am extremely upset as coaching staff because we we know exactly what we're getting on Sun on Saturday with number nine. Why not give right? Why not give eleven a look and like let's just go see what we can do. Hmm. All right, before we get into Louisville though, who's your category five oh, yeah. and tropical depression of the week? Uh my category five of the week is Mr. Don Cheney himself had some massive runs. That's good. That sounded more like like a like a ghost scream from yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> uh Don Chaney uh let me pull up his stats real quick but played had uh 12 rushes for 85 yards no touchdowns a long of 29 but was a really solid runner for us I mean what's that average seven yard average so great game by Don Chaney uh gave us a spark on our offense when we needed it my category four of the week is Mr. why do you do the category four you can't because then it steals one know. of mine. Cause, cause, because then there's well, all, you're probably all right, gonna steal then, one of mine. You, was it gonna be Jacoby George? Yes. Well, that's not mine. Yeah, but that's your mine category was be on four the defensive side. Oh uh, okay. no, 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 no. My mine was gonna be on the defensive side. Well, what? now you already missed. But now you already ruined mine. Well, God, yeah, I guess I did. Jeez. Uh, whatever. it's Kiko Maunoa. Oh yes. Category four of the week. Great game. Please come back. He's probably our best Please linebacker since Denzel Perryman. Linebackers went off. Besaint with the sack, or with the safety. Besaint is having a great season. Flag had a good game. Yeah, he's really improved. Mm. Defense eight. James Williams, you know, had a good game in some aspects. But he was offsides. Oh, the offsides. I mean, that just cannot happen from your your leader of your defense. And and a safety that's going to go... In the first two rounds of the NFL draft, that can't happen. Yeah, did you see his tweet this week? Yeah, he's gone. Which he's gone. I don't blame him. They're projecting him to go late first, early second. Cam Kitchens too is probably going to go first. Like if you're if you're getting projected in the first two rounds, go you go. Yeah, I agree. Don't blame him. Yeah, that I, that's the only position next year. I'm a little nervous about safety losing those two, but that's a, that's tomorrow's problem. Yeah, that's the least of our worries for next season. But yeah, Kiko Mawanoa, I would love, I would love if he came back. I don't know if he will. I don't know what his projections are looking at right now, NFL wise. But uh, he's just been the leader we needed in the linebacker group, and has just had a great season all around. But a one, such a good game against FSU. I mean, some massive sacks. Uh, he had two sacks uh, that accumulated twenty five yards. So that I mean, that's that's big. Five solo tackles, four assisted, nine total. It's nice. It- Warning! Warning! Category five inbound storm surge alert. Find shelter. <laughs> storm surge. <laughs> Find um, shelter. Hug your loved ones. <laughs> Whoa! Make preparations now. You will run out of time. Uh, my yeah you already ruined it for me my category five of the week is mr jacoby george i mean the spark on offense i think he has an opportunity to be an extremely elite receiver at the university of miami he doesn't drop the ball he's he's got just and that was a problem with him last season yeah yeah i know turns out he had a broken finger i think but that's why i wasn't like too hyped about him going into the season because i was just like that man he can't he was part of our problem last year not being able to catch the ball like, even on that little slant route he did, and just, like, the way that he just catches it and just keeps his momentum going, like, he's just so smooth. Yeah. Like, he, he reminds if me he a lot get, of, like, Stacy he put Coley on a little power. bit of muscle. Yeah. Yeah, and that was Stacy Coley's problem. Like, he just couldn't stay healthy and just never really, like, got better yeah. from his freshman year. But he has that sort of play style. Um, yeah, I'm excited. Uh, I think, yeah. Um, and then my truck. Or have we done Tropical Depression? We have not done Tropical Depression of the week. Yeah, well, mine is, I already said it, is the the ACC referees. I mean, they have been just horrendous all season. I mean, first starting with Miami, you've got the safety in this game, the blown safety call. You had the blown safety call against Clemson. You had Don Chaney's elbow being down. I mean, those are three just massive missed calls that have gone against Miami this season, but in this Florida State game, I mean, for Florida State, they missed a hold in the end zone for Florida State that could have been called, they missed, they, they didn't call the targeting on James Williams, um, it, like, and I've been just hearing it from every school's, like, fan base, that the ACC refs for bo- every team have been horrendous, and they've got to be held accountable at some point, like, People got to lose their jobs. I mean, they hear so... Yeah. They, they look I, at I was replays. watching the Louisville-Virginia game, and they were, they were bad in that, too. It's like... And then they go to instant replay, and everyone's seeing one thing, and somehow these referees see a completely other thing and make the call. Right. The, the referee yelling at our sideline, like screaming oh my bloody gosh. murder. Yes. I've, I've never seen that happen from a referee. Just tearing into our, our sideline. I've never seen that crazy. Yep. Mar- Mario Cristobal was just he was beside himself. I mean he he was cussing them out during the game and then even in his um press conference this week he's like I don't care if I get fined or whatever. He goes that's sh- and that's not a safety. Um the broadcast yeah. booth was saying that's not a safety. The broadcast booth asked for them to they said they were going to go up to the booth and like walk them through it. They never did. Like they're a disaster. Tropical depression of the week. Dude, I, I want to see more of that Mario. I know he's I fired know up against Florida State. He, he yeah, was. Like, uh, I want. I want. I mean, you know. I mean, he just hates Florida State deep down his bones. Heard I heard him and you know, Mike Norvell. That way, I heard him and Mike Norvell are not friends. No, it can't be. Yeah, I mean, think about them on the recruiting trail. <laughs> yep. Yep. Don't think they like each other too much. No um i'm just looking i was i was just while you're talking i was looking at the stats again man we we have like i, I didn't even really realize how we we kept jordan travis in negative yards because of sacks mm-hmm. but yeah. he had net negative 30 yards i mean that that was the part i was worried about in the game that was one of the, kind of our keys was like you have to spy like we should have done from jake may to start the unc game and Dude, we just did a, such a good job. Defense, man, did such a good job. I mean, even even Trey Benson, sixteen attempts for eighty yards. I mean, he, he had two touchdowns, but a lot of those were were like he had he had a thirty eight long thirty eight yard run. But like, you're gonna give up some gash plays every now and then. But like, you still just like defense played such a good job. We had so a, good uh... against the round. We stuffed them so many times. Keon Coleman, four catches for twenty four yards. Yep. And he's One throwing touchdown. the U down after the game. It's like, buddy, yeah, you're a transfer. You had a bad game. Yeah. Like, don't make this come on. Get out of here. Yeah. I, they, I kind of saw stuff. more more U's being thrown down and more sucks to be you t shirts. I saw more U's from those Florida State fans than I've than you'll see at any other game. Like, yeah. They're obsessed. And we, are we going to talk about the two mouthpieces that I think Keon Coleman had? And was it uh, their other receiver? Um, and... Johnny Wilson? No. Gonna, I like, think it was another guy. But yeah. Oh, uh, was it? Yeah. So, but the, like, the two mouthpieces. You're going to have that inconvenience of the two mouthpieces because you just want to, like, make a joke about the you. Like, well, here's the thing the two mouthpieces, for what, uh, whatever reason, are becoming more popular now. Like, I don't know why guys do it. I have no idea, but they specifically huh. made them the orange and green as like a, a shot at us. But yeah, the two mouthpiece part is, it's becoming oh, okay. more common. That, that's what I was, that. that's what I was reading. I have no idea why. Well, I'm like, yeah, we, I don't know. I don't know if that's like a move. If we did that on the other side, you, we'd be like applauding, but it just seemed kind of like, especially for these, these players like, you know, Keon Coleman, who's the first time playing in this rivalry. And like Jacoby George, he scores a touchdown and he throws up the U to the crowd. Like, do they know they can do yeah. the tomahawk chop if they want? They don't have to do our sign. They're obsessed, right? Oh, so obsessed. Yeah, exactly. We're not over there doing the tomahawk chop. We Ugh. could give it back to them a little bit. Um, uh, okay, we'll we'll uh, we'll I'll I'll say my uh, tropical depression of the week. You can come outside that's the, now. That's the, it's that's the, safe. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, It's the backwards hurricane signal Uh, is our lack of using tight ends in the passing game, Mm. which has been any successful offense. The university of Miami that the university of Miami has had tight end you baby in the past two decades has utilized their tight ends effectively. And I understand if McCormick is not, doesn't have the best hands. Then let's not play McCormick. We're literally just, it's its just another body out there at this point. And if he doesn't have the ability to catch the ball, we need to throw, who is it, Riley Williams out yeah, there? Just we, give me someone else. Was, it Roy, it was, more, was it Royal healthy for this one? I don't know. Riley Williams came in pretty early in the game, though, but with them he just we didn't see much of him. Yeah, there were zero targets to tight ends. And, and sometimes what I'm thinking yeah. about, like... Cause sometimes, like when when Emory was dropping back, I'm like, man, I just don't know if anyone's open or like, like, like what what is out there right now? Like, where are the checkdowns or anything? And I'm just realizing there's just where like that's when the tight ends come into play. Yeah. And we just don't have that right now, and I think that's really really hindered this offense. And I don't know if that's historically been a thing about Dawson's offense is just no not using tight ends, but it's just been, I think it's been a real hindrance, and I think it hurt us this game offensively. We need to to bring our tight ends in, he, and just, uh, we just don't have that. Yeah. He did not use tight ends at Houston either. So, So maybe it's just one of his things, and I don't know how – I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's new to us. I, I'm not going to say what's right or wrong, but it's just – it seems like we could use tight ends every now and then to kind of open up the field for our receivers a little bit. Yep. Yeah, and like now we started doing the thing where we bring in Restrepo close and like have him as almost a lead blocker. I'm like, I don't Yeah. I don't know what's happening there, but it worked when we did that play, so whatever. Um, okay. We got we gotta get on to next week though. We this this FSU team this that game will just uh, it'll eat you up if you keep thinking about it and what could have happened. And we're gonna be seeing twenty seven twenty on Twitter as replies for the next year. Yeah, and that's what happens when you lose this game, and we'll just look forward to the next time we win that game. We got him at the Rock that's next why year. That game like, means go. so much. Let's go. Yeah, Emery Williams yep. revenge game. Woo! Um, I I I think you know whoever they play in the playoff. I mean, they'll probably play them well, but I just they're That's not a national championship squad. We played. No. 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 Okay. Well, Jimmy, this week we. Believe it or not, face the number 10 team in the nation. I think people are kind of forgetting about that. The Louisville yeah, Cardinals have back-to-back top 10 games. The Louisville Cardinals come to Hard Rock Stadium noon kickoff, ABC national television once again. And Louisville, they win and they're in. If they win this game, they are in the ACC Championship to play Florida State. They also have college football playoff hopes, still very slim, but hopes on the line. If they can find a way to win out in the ACC championship, you never know. Um, never know. They have an extremely good defense. I mean, I think it's like top 15 in the country. Uh, yeah, one and a half point favorite. Tyler Van Dykes, your starting quarterback for the University of Miami. Yes, he is. A lot going on yeah, here. Yeah. The, the, the... The defense makes me nervous, and historically when you play Louisville, you're worried about the offense, but uh, the defense makes me nervous. Are we going to be able to move the ball against Louisville? They are extremely talented, both lines of scrimmage really, but their defensive line is just, is they will get after you. It's going to be a test for offensive line, and Tyler Van Dyke is a sitting duck back there. You need us to win this game and the next game to yes. hit your season prediction. Your season prediction's yeah. already over. Nine three. and three, out the door. And I need a miracle. God, we had, to we hit had eight eight a chance four. for nine and three though. We thought I was crazy. We did have a chance. Yeah, it, I mean Makes you're me gonna sick. This team is is a we've said it all. See, they're better than six and four, but it's just been every loss. You can like just look at a few plays that you could have won the game, but that's football. You know, didn't happen. You can flip that on its head. We beat Clemson and Virginia both in overtime like Yeah. We're 6 and 4. That's all there is to it. And you got to win out to go 8 and 4. Um Yeah. I think this is going to be a low scoring matchup. I mean, what's the over/under on this one? Oh, I should know that, but I don't have it in front of me. I'll look it up right now. So Here's the thing. It's what's been the thing all season. Well, one, I hope I, I'm just, man, as far as beating a dead horse goes, the horse that I'm looking at is just a pulp right now. Like we have beat this thing to death. I'm just tired at this point. You know, tired man but you rolled i just don't know we gotta play a top 10 team on Saturday. I, that's, I i hope the players i know they're not i hope like the fans are they're hung over from this last week and everyone's still talking about miami florida state and all that And it's like you're yeah. playing a top 10 team in the country dude like it, on paper on paper if you win this game that is Christobal's best win yeah. at the University of Miami. I know. And you could say TBD has that, that that would be his biggest signature win. And you beat a team that has national cha- Like technically yeah. you're beating it. You're, we would ruin the championship host of ACC championship. It's a massive game. It is, and, and it, it's actually, like, it's just hitting me right now. I mean, like, the, this is a top-ten team we're playing, but it's such a shocker because in the beginning of this year, we're talking about Louisville, like, that should be a cakewalk. They were like, weren't they projected literally, like, last in the ACC? Their projections weren't good. Now, here's the thing. Like, let's take a, uh, We I will take a step back here with Louisville because they have had a very easy schedule. Now, yeah. they did go in and beat Notre Dame, um, and they, they beat them pretty good by – yeah, 33-20 was the final there and that was when Notre Dame was number 10 in the country. Uh which Notre Dame is always number 10 in the country no matter how many losses always. they have. Always. It doesn't matter how they could yeah. They can miss the bowl game and still be in the twenty twenty five. But then or they God, back still be in the top 25. <laughs> yeah. Then they back that up with they get they get absolutely trounced by Pitt at Pitt and Pitt's not good. Um 38-21, but then they go in and beat Duke 23-nothing. Granted, that's a Duke. That's a Duke team without Riley Leonard, Duke's, but it's like, yeah, they're hurt. Yeah, it, it, they. So, I mean, kudos to them. They've done their job and they've taken care of business. But do I think they are a number ten team in the country, talent wise? Like their offense is not very good. Right. I think they're they're a number ten team because they've survived to this part of the season. Yeah. Yeah. Because, because, like you said, their schedule is easy. I remember we went over like, man, they don't play really anyone challenging in the ACC, and that's why I'm like, kind of, I wish there was a way UNC could make the 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 ACC championship to beat FSU because I don't think that this Louisville team is up to snuff to beat them. Yeah. Um, do you know who Louisville's quarterback? is? would be a great is? win for us. Louisville's quarterback. Yeah. Jack Plummer. Jack Plummer from Purdue. Dude, he's been in the should, I, should in I know that name? Well, I'm I mean, I just remember when he was at Purdue. He's been in the college football, it seems like forever. Right? Yeah, Am I thinking of the right guy? Uh like when did he start at Purdue? A, oh yeah, Purdue. Twenty nineteen. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I guess it makes sense. No, it's four yeah, years. I guess. But he but he's been. this is his third stop. So that's went right from yeah 20, yeah no i'm sorry this is his fifth year so 2019 to 2022 he's at purdue then he went to cal for a year and then he's this is his first year at louisville no, i mean start, this guy might be he started he might at purdue be in 2018 2018 to yeah, 2021 was he season. was at purdue cal he was at 2020 yeah he was at cal at 2022 and now he's at louisville that's why it, yeah yeah he's so he's He's been in the league. He's been in college football for a while. I, I, dude, COVID, COVID just caused all of this, and I'm so tired of just these 24 year olds being in in the NCAA. I mm-hmm. know Jack Plummer oh, like, age. FSU is a bunch of grown men. Yeah. Jack Plummer is 24 years old. Yeah. Good lord. But he he's had and, a that's just not college. He he's had an up and down year. Um, he's thrown quite a few picks. Like I think, like you said, I do think this will be a low-scoring game, and it's gonna be sleepy at Hard Rock Stadium. Unfortunately, oh, that crowd's not gonna be good. I mean, we have season tickets, and and Dad's not going, so that doesn't bode well. No, it's just not noon. It's just, like I said, I think I think we all feel it because I think I think if if Emory stayed healthy at the end, I think it actually might be a decent crowd. I know. I know. But we're just like, ugh, we're just more. guy. Okay, we're going to see TVD again. Call it a day. It's Hope the team doesn't have the same mindset, but that's just how we're kind of feeling. It's unfortunate, but you got a lot to play for, guys. Like,
1: we would we I mean,
0: we have eight and four to play for. Yeah. Like, and eight and four, if we can go nine and four and win the bowl game, I mean, I'm just really, you know, yeah. It projecting the, the. I mean, you got to see the top 10 team. To in the take a complete U turn. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> God. Ugh. <laughs> uh. But yeah, it's like but the the over under is forty six and a half. Yeah, Yikes. but um, that is low. What was I gonna say? Oh yeah, you you finish eight and four and you beat a number ten team in Louisville. You're gonna make a decent bowl, and yeah. you find a way to win that. I mean, that's a lot. That's it's a. I know it's hard at Miami to say like eight and four winning a bowl game is deemed successful, but the way the last twenty years have gone, it is. I will take I will take eight and four winning a bowl game compared to last season any day out of the week would and I have liked one of those wins to be against FSU or UNC absolutely but we beat Texas A and this year we beat Clemson mm-hmm. and if yeah if we like these you're right like these are big big games a nooner when's the last is, that, is that our first noon game it of the is year? it is that's actually wild were any of those early games noon no this is our, no. actually our first noon this is our first yeah. noon. I'm actually thrilled by it. I'm like, I'm actually happy with it. Yeah. Oh, me too. Of course, I, I have- I love watching uh, us and then having the rest of the college football day to watch. I have a an audition later that day. And so oh. if, if we lose this game, you want to talk about being in a bad headspace going into that. <laughs> Thought about not watching your, it, but- um, All your scenes are just about death. Yeah. <laughs> Heartbreak, throwing <laughs> interceptions. Oh, boy. Uh okay okay well I guess I guess let's just get into we're, we're gonna wrap this thing up here we're almost going up on an hour lock of the week Jimmy we need to we need to have a, a run. my lock of the week last week was Oklahoma State to roll UCF, UCF. you were just you were having dyslexia. Flip it, man! That was unbelievable what UCF did to them, and somehow Oklahoma State is still ranked this week. Blows my mind. But How I know they just got the break speed off of them by like a not great UCF team. Man, that was crazy. So I my locks. I have I'm over. Dude, the last, go like, Knights, man! Five. Charge on. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll be a UCF fan. What 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 could we rename this podcast to? To just switch it to UCF, Miami Knights. <laughs> it's just <the> same. Yeah. <laughs> it is kind of a cool play on words, <laughs> like oh, Miami Knights. True. Miami but we both Knights went with to UCF. K? Yeah, yeah. You know that actually probably would have been a good name for this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think, I don't think Miami fans would have appreciated that. that but we, true. but it'd be an easy rebrand. It would have been such an easy rebrand. Anyways, Uh, all right, yeah, so what's your lock of week this week? Mine is the Rutgers Scarlet Knights are 20 and a half point underdogs at Penn State. I, I like Rutgers to keep it close. Penn State's coming off a brutal loss to Michigan, a loss to Michigan in which Michigan didn't throw a pass in the second half, and Penn State's offense looks abysmal. Um, our boy Manny Diaz, though, is a Broyles Award finalist as well, so that's a one. That's a tough one to swallow. But, anyways, I like Rutgers to keep it close. So they're twenty and a half point underdogs. Uh, it's a noon kickoff at Penn State. I just, Penn State once again, their season's over. They they just every year they're gonna say, hey, yeah, we'll win nine to ten games that we're gonna lose to Ohio State and Michigan every year, and you guys are gonna be okay with it. Yeah, Rutgers. I like that one. That's my lock of the week. I like that one, but she should be nervous when I like them because I'm not good at this either. Uh, But I'm gonna go with the Texas Iowa State game. Mm. Texas is a seven and a half point favorite. Ohio Iowa State gives them fits, absolute fits. It's at Iowa State. Oh yeah,
1: they beat them. Cyclones
0: in thirty in 2021 they beat them thirty to seven. Iowa State won. And then Texas barely beat them 24-21 last year. They were 16-point favorites. That was at Texas. So number seven, Texas at Iowa State. Texas, seven-and-a-half-point favorite. I'm taking the Longhorns, baby. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Nice. I was actually going to say that's a good pick. <laughs> but again, no. if I say it's a good pick, it, it means it's not. Right. So I'm just kind of going against what I, yeah, personally yeah. what I think is the right choice. Yeah. Uh, but I'm going to twist it and think, you know, they're – even though Iowa State gives them fits, maybe they're not going to sleep on them this year, right? Right. All right. Well, now the game that everybody cares about—it is your Miami Hurricanes. the first band of the Earth. Dun 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 dun, dun. Noon kickoff on ABC Networks and ESPN Affiliate. They take on the Louisville Cardinals. Looking for an A-C- Oh, the... (laughs) (laughs) Looking for an ACC championship berth. Looking for a college football playoff berth. Everything is on the line in this game as they head on down to the Rock in the Heat. A mid-November game, but it's going to feel like the middle of July. Jimmy, who do you have in this matchup for the Howard Schnellenberger Boot Trophy a rivalry of all rivalries. A rivalry of the ages. Miami, Louisville, next. I've totally forgot. I've totally forgot about that trophy. Yeah, because they're supposed to play every year. <laughs> is, this, is this, yeah, now, I know. Now they've restructured. It just makes zero sense. They should not even bring it out. I think we play them now three times in the next seven years. So, right. still a trophy <laughs> you can hang on to for a little bit. Uh this is a tough one. My mind goes to a loss immediately. Mhm. I'm broken. I'm tired. I watched my my quarterback after a beautiful throw to Jacoby George. I yelled, "That's my quarterback." Yeah. Dude, did you see how they celebrated the first touchdown they gave it a, a year. Oh. My my quarterback celebrating with my teammates. That what? Oh yeah, we didn't talk about that throw—the fade into the corner of the end zone, just beautiful throw. Oh my god! I watched this gamer go into a, as hostile an environment as it gets, mm-hmm. and fight and put his body on the line, and then he goes down in front of his parents. It's, oh, that was hard to in say. in front of his parents. And to to so to say that I'm broken right now is an understatement. Like you said, I didn't even really it didn't click with me. We had a top ten matchup. My spirit is low. However, (laughs) your Miami Hurricanes. 23. Louisville Cardinals. 20. We got some Ks over here. Whoosh, whoosh. Wow. Mario Cristobal. That's his. Biggest win as the University of Miami coach. Let's go, Tyler, Tyler Van, Van Dyke has is. the biggest win as Miami Hurricanes since Malik Rosier beats Notre Dame <laughs> at the Rock. TVD <laughs> is bike. <laughs> I just weird. I just I. It's just hard because on pay on the like the visual test of our team. We're just we're just too good to think I'm gonna we're gonna lose games. <laughs> that's yep. why it's such a hard season to swallow Yep, because it's not like we're getting you know outmanned out there it's just it really comes down to and and i don't even really want to question it because this team has fought all year but this is definitely a like a low point in the season and i hope if the team that's been fighting continues to come out and fight yeah i think we uh we win this game 23 20, through 20. 23, 20-year 20, Canes bringing home. My pick is your Miami Hurricanes. Whoa, Miami for the hounds! Schneller Mega Boots. 27. And your Louisville Cardinals playing for a national championship. 24. Let's go, Canes. Oh, <laughs> Let's go, Canes. Come on now and that's simply because I need them to win out for my pick of eight and four to be correct. And quite frankly, Tyler Van Dyke, talking directly to you, and we're trying to wrap up the show here. All right, everyone log off. Everyone stop everyone, listening right yeah, now. Yeah, except just for need Tyler. keep it rolling. Um, Tyler Van Dyke, I know you had an interview this week saying that you don't let football control your happiness. Well, news flash for you, it controls mine. <laughs> and so, <laughs> and quite frankly, you have a lot more money than I do. Um and I've spent a lot of money to uh to follow this program. I spent a lot of time. So do this one, win this one for the fans, okay? If I, I'm happy for you that it doesn't control your life, it controls mine. And if we lose to Louisville on Saturday, my audition, Saturday night, will be ruined, and that's gonna kind of drive my my entire life career off path. So let's man up, let's sling the ball, let's throw it to the guys in orange with the white pants and let's win this football game. You have an opportunity to be the top 10 team in the nation at home in front of those Miami Hurricane fans. You can turn a lot of people's opinions upside down. You can, you can redeem a lot of respect. You can put on some good film for when you transfer if that's what you choose to do. It is your life. You do whatever you feel is best for your career, but let's go out there and win this football game. Finish eight and four, win your bowl game, go out on top nine and four, hold the Schnellenberger boots up high, and let's go out on top. TVD, TVD, TVD. Okay, I'm hyped right now. Let's go, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> <laughs> let's go. That that oh, real quick, real Block quick, deck. real quick. Yeah, we did have a a listener question from Nordy Kane, and it's about it's about Lance Gidry because we we've been raving on the defense, right? Yeah, his question. Half of it was in jest, but it's. It, I actually thought about. it. I was like, Yeah, we kind of need to think this through. If yeah, if we don't get many G- questions, so this 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 was if, a mistake by us and not if, talking about this sooner. <laughs> if Lance Kidry, yeah, we get tons, dude. I've, I've just been trying to find the best one. If Lance Kidry yeah. leaves for LSU, takes some type of job there because they're gonna want him, and he's a Louisiana guy. Who do we bring in for the defensive coordinator position? I just think we. got – I won't even worry about that right now because we just got to throw the book at. That's what I think. You don't let drink. money. But it, if he wants to go home, if he, he goes, did, man, dude, I don't even know where to begin. I I just someone that someone with a similar defense as him because it works with our personnel. I say someone I say who just likes promote, to use their linebackers. I say promote Jason Taylor. Let's roll. I say you. I say you go look. Yeah, yeah. Or, you, I mean, you look at a, a defensive coordinator that uses their linebackers well. You look at maybe who the Penn State defensive coordinator is. He's had a good season. Um, yeah. Like something <laughs> like that. <laughs> or, uh, man, we could even look at Notre Dame's defensive coordinator. who's uh, <laughs> Al Golden? <laughs> uh, I have oh, no names, though, because I, I hope I don't have to think of names. But that's the thing, you gotta treat him like Brett Venables and just like blank check, man. Right. We we gotta keep you here. Right. Gotta have you gotta have some continuity. I mean, like we we go through defensive coordinators like it's our job. That's why you gotta keep Dawson. That's why you gotta keep Dawson. One I, more agree. Year. One I more mean year. It, you look at La- you look at Lashley. Like his first year was fine. It was kind of underwhelming though. And then second year is when he kind of turned it on. Bring in Ken Dorsey. Two years in the system. Coach up our boy Emery and let's go. All right. I don't even want to think about Gidry leaving now. There's too many I know. I hate, I know I hate I know when I, at football. first I just laughed at the tweet and then I was like, wait, man, that could be a real possibility. Mm, makes me sick. It's like worse than recruiting. <laughs> did you see? Because then it, it affects recruiting. Did you see uh, Liberty's head coach tweeted about their yes. upcoming game and the location <laughs> see, of the tweet I, was Starkville, <laughs> Mississippi? I thought I saw that that was Photoshop. I don't think so and if it wasn't it's fantastic I maybe mean, it's that time it, and i hope it wasn't cuz i, yeah, I once you go you back that... if you look at the tweet now it says from planet earth but i think cuz you can go back in and edit the tweet and change location gotcha. i will say though like uh, and talking about coaches you know responding to stuff like that um, but yeah it's cuz he's going to he got State asked about the, the Texas under. A&M job yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that was an interesting response big, Big non-answer. Yes, yeah. that is very interesting. Because yeah. he's fed up with Clemson fans at the moment. I, th- I think he kind of is. Very, it was very interesting. That would be nuts. Imagine? I still don't think he leaves, but yeah, that was an interesting answer. Honestly, Mike Norvell's answer is kind of interesting. Dan Landon I gave agree. a big fat, I'm not going anywhere ever, so shut yeah. up. But Norvell's like, he's like, ah, we always get asked that this time of year, blah, blah, blah. And then that, that was kind of it. Interesting. Interesting. All right. All right. Well, I hope to talk to you next week after a top 10 victory, people. Like, let's all, (laughs) I think everyone needs to register that. Let's take a step back and think about this. (sighs) I just don't know if I see TVD. Just don't throw a pick. You already did your speech to him. He's not even listening anymore. No, yeah, he turned it off halfway through my speech. He's going to Disney with his girlfriend's family. Is that a thing he does? <laughs> I think it was. I, I, I uh, might be completely mistaken here. Dobby, shut up! <laughs> all right, all right. I gotta go beat go my cocaine. head him. All right, you go <laughs>